Careful with her hair, Dolores says, reeling from the stove with the dripping wooden spoon. You think she's a plaything? Margot sucks her teeth while pulling balls of dark hair from the fine-toothed comb and wrapping them inside tissue so that she can burn them later. You always in that child's hair like you don't have your own. She has swimming lessons tomorrow, Margot says in defense though there was a letter sent from the school concerning Tandy's lack of participation in swimming. According to the letter, her sister had to sit out swimming class eight times this term, saying she had her period. This became a concern for the school. Margot knows that Tandy hates water, save for taking showers, but she has always made sure that her sister learns how to swim, paying for the lessons anyway, no matter how many times she fails to show up. It's also the one excuse Margot holds on to for braiding Tandy's hair. Then let me do it, Dolores says. Margot holds the comb as if it's a weapon. You always think I'm hurting her. Tandy is quiet. Dolores steps back and dries her hands on the front of her dress. She wipes sweat from her upper lip, then goes back to stirring the pot. Without turning around, she says, Mr. Sterling increased the rent again. Again? Margot asks, continuing to comb Tandy's hair. But him increased it just two months ago. You already know it's so that man stay, Dolores says, stirring harder. Teeth in culprit. Margot looks down into the roots of her sister's hair. She brushes the curls, meticulously tames them avoiding the weight of her mother's frustration on her shoulders. I want to put down something for a house, she hears herself say. It sounds as if someone else is speaking, someone crouched inside the dark shadows in the corners of the shack. I want to move us from this rat hole. It don't make no sense why we have to stay here and keep paying that man rent. We don't even have real electricity. You sure about that? Dolores asks, pausing with the wooden spoon to look at Margot, her eyes hardening. You've been working in that hotel for God knows how long, saying the same damn thing. If I didn't know better, I would have think you're spending it upon yourself. Her eyes seem to have electricity running through them, the only source on the entire island. Their shadows clash in the dim light when Dolores steps closer with the spoon. If it weren't for her sister pressing her head between her legs as if to allow her to carry on, Margot would have snatched the wooden spoon out of her mother's hand. Who knows what she would have done with it? Margot knows that Tandy gets uneasy with confrontations like these between her and Dolores. She becomes anxious, watchful, acquiring the fidgetiness of a kitchen mouse and doing everything in her power to resolve the issue. Margot swallows the boiling hot fury inside her for Tandy's sake. Dolores, you know very well that everything I earn goes into Tandy's education and into this blasted place. We all know that hotel work is good work, Dolores charges, yet we can't see the fruits of your labor. We're over here barely holding on. Tandy have our exam in June, the rent piling up, we have to pay clover money for the electricity. We owe clover nothing.
Margot says between clenched teeth. Not one cent. Well, it's not like you stick around at night to see that we've been using this tired kerosene lamp, even when it's not a power cut. Poor Tanya have a strain her eye under this dim light. She gestures to the kerosene lamp. Inside it, the flame is dancing. Margot focuses on it, how weak it seems, trapped inside glass. This little flame that has the potential to destroy the whole house. Margot stares and stares, her own flame building on the inside, burning and burning until it's too hot to keep to herself. I'll figure it out, she says in a low, tempered voice. Dolores is silent for a moment. The fire hisses under the pot. How? she asks. The liquid.